Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, friends, and acquaintances. Welcome to our final remote broadcast this year. This evening, coming across the West Coast airwaves from Berkeley, California, for the secular spectacular alongside simultaneously holiday festivities. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to Racketeer Radio this past year. From wherever you are, I can speak on behalf of Mr. Hartman and everyone else involved with Racketeer Radio, tell you that we are looking forward to expanding our programming in the coming year and encourage you to tune in, stop by, and spread the word about what we have going on here. Thank you for tuning in for your holidays as we come to you with a special holiday programming as we turn to our cozy abode this evening, the back room. And this establishment's proprietor, Sam Rudin, as he takes the stage.
Okay. One of the nice things about a lot of these songs is that they lend themselves quite well to uh, non-traditional interpretations. <laughs> this next song always seemed to me like I wanted to be a, a down-and-out blues, I mean a real blues, even from the time I first heard it in that movie. I mean, it's a lovely slow ballad, but to me it's, it's got a little bit of a blues to it. And it's a reminder, and there'll be others tonight, that a lot of the greatest Christmas music is sad. Yes, there's a lot of sadness around Christmas that we have to either get over or get past or whatever, and uh, a lot of songs written about that. So actually, before we start the next tune, I need to make a little bit of explanation and an apology to those who may be watching right now on live stream, which was advertised as happening. And unfortunately, many, many unexpected things happened in the last couple of days, right up until today, which all seemed to be aimed squarely at making sure that live stream did not happen. <laughs> the, the final amount was, after we had kind of gotten past all of those other hurdles, I some, you know, it took some doing. But after finally getting that, the, the guy who was going to operate it and who is knowledgeable and knows how to do that and is ready to one call and ready to come and do it, is sick with COVID. And is not going anywhere. And of course couldn't come. And so, we're having one camera operation on. One camera. Instead of going back and forth and being on, it's, there's a camera and it's pretty close up, so I don't know if you're, gonna, if you're watching it, the, the stuff's not going to change. Maybe we should, uh, well, anyway, it's the best we could, it's the best we could do. And uh, I hope you're enjoying that in spite of the other things, and welcome to all of you, too, who may be there. But that's what's going on. It is a, a uh, somewhat lacking in the in the streamed stream, live streaming category. However, hopefully not otherwise. I was saying that it seems to me that this is loose. <laughs>
they're relatively ancient. And uh, I don't know, I feel like redefining some of the pieces here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what they did not realize or 
If that, there really was a world on Christmas if you want to put it that way. I wouldn't put it that way, but one could. And it started in the 1940s, and by the 1950s, it was all over. That is to say, the holiday of Christmas became a holiday about snow. And winter. And you know, gift-giving season. But not really Christmas. And so you see, that was, of course, we still have these the great old Christmas songs, which are about Christmas. But the modern Christmas song, which started in the 1940s, doesn't speak about the religious aspect of the holiday. It speaks to the all-inclusive, we can all be in this music together aspect. I am sure it's just a coincidence that all of those modern songs were written by Jewish songwriters. <laughs> just happened to work out that way. The, the granddaddy of these modern Christmas songs uh, was, was in a movie. It was actually not, well, it was one of the first two Christmas songs in a movie, but this one really took off. It was a hit, became a hit when the movie was there, and even when the movie was over, it was still a hit. It sold a lot of records. It was a hit song. And then it went down, you know, as songs do. But a year later, at Christmas time, its sales went up again. And the record execs were, what's, what's going on? We, didn't even, we weren't even promoting this one. Let's see what happens next year. Next year it happened again. And so the record companies and the, all of the entertainment companies realized, wait a minute, there's something going on here. Christmas songs for everyone. Anyway, this was the one that started the ball rolling. And uh, it's the only Christmas song that I've heard from Charlie Parker.
Christmas tradition that actually started just after my childhood. So I didn't actually ever get a, a childhood's view of this particular tradition. Although I know it is a tradition because it's been hanging in there every, every childhood since. Uh, and I know a couple of the songs, and this one is really nice. Of course, I'm talking about the, uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas.
that song is, a, is an ideal kid song because it's both a promise and a threat. <laughs> you have to think of the words, what are the words that song is saying. It's just saying, hooray, Santa Claus is here. No, that's not what it's saying. <laughs> you better watch out. Don't do any of those things that you always do. <laughs> and then you've got to ask, ask the bad side, but, like, but hey, if you're good, Santa Claus is coming. Oh, well. Yeah. So it kind of hits that, that sweet spot, doesn't it? folks here were here last year with this, this event? Uh, thank you for coming back. So you'll remember a lot of these songs because I, I played most of them last year. And, I, and, and, and the year before that, for that matter, you know, it's a Christmas. And I, sometimes I was thinking, well, I, I really shouldn't play the same songs every year, you know, because and then I'm like, wait a minute, this is about Christmas when they play the same songs every year. <laughs> That's what it is. <clears throat> so, you know, I'm going to play the ones I like. I'm not going to, hey, I'll change it up this year and play the ones I don't like. No. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be good. So, but I do like to, you know, put in a little new thing here and there and mess around a little bit with the order. And I realized this time when I was thinking about what was not have a reggae song on, on the agenda. No, I'm not saying that this song started out in the reggae tradition. That's not what I'm saying. Like I said, we, we're, we're taking these tunes because you can, you can do things to them. This is what I did to this one.
and now it's back to a, a bluesy, a swinkier feel again. We have Eartha Kitt to thank for the fact that Santa can be sexy. <laughs>
least I thought I knew something. I was playing at a Christmas benefit one year, and a lot of different folks were you know, playing. And after I played, there was a gospel choir that came up. This was a you know, church uh, benefit for the, uh, the community and so forth. And the gospel choir came up, and it wasn't the entire 20 or 30 voice choir, it was their traveling choir. I think it was eight of them. But they, they didn't really require any others. Uh, they did Silent Night. And then I knew how the song went. It's another one of those uh, early, modern, 
1940s, that is, sad Christmas songs. I said before that Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas was sad. And maybe you didn't all know about that because it sounds like, hey, have a merry little Christmas. Sounds jolly, yes. But actually in the movie you saw that old little girl was having a very bad Christmas. And the family was moving and she was missing her friends and everything was being pulled out from under her and she didn't know what was going on and everything was very sad. And Judy Garland sang it to her. Things will get better. You'll see one day. Have yourself a merry little, very sad, your heart's Christmas. <laughs> it was a sad song. You know, but look, look for the bright side, and you know, it's still kind of sad. This one here is even more sad. <laughs> because this was a World War II song. Now, White Christmas was also a World War II song. But it, it didn't make a big point out of saying, here we are stuck. didn't make a point of saying that. It was, oh, like Christmas would be great, you know? But this is the song, which came out about the same time. It was in a, in about the same time. And it wasn't in a movie. It was a freestanding uh, record. It did, did well, but it was sad. And uh, one of my pet peeves is when sometimes you hear this song done in a kind of up-tempo, merry little style as uh, part of a jingle bell afternoon somewhere.
1960s by the wonderful Joni Mitchell. And she has this one song of hers that's associated with the Christmas. I don't think she intended it that way exactly. It just, because it was a Christmas moment for her, it became a Christmas song for some others. And maybe you know it.
you think? And there's another one that I uh, came in after my time. Came in after my time. And it's a kind of a rocker, and it was a big, big hit song. But it was after my time. And when I heard it, when I thought, I gotta listen to this relatively modern, new, rocking song, and I have to really, you know, I'm going to be doing a Christmas evening. I should at least be aware of this song. Listen to it. And I thought, you know, it's a, it's a nice song, but it reminded me of something. It reminded me, and I started messing around with it. I want to play first the thing it reminded me of. I should point out that the actual rhythm of the hit song wasn't quite the rhythm I'm going to do now. It was really, the rhythm of the hit song was.
I'm not sure what my intent was there, and it would confuse you between the two songs. I find them similar, but of course, because I gave them a little bit of a beat. And if you change the beat, can think things can get a bit confusing. Here's a, another song that uh, I changed the rhythm of. I changed it to 5-4 instead of 4-4, four, four, just, just because. Because I didn't have any in the set.
again. Wonderful evening, and I really want to thank you for coming out and sharing with me. Um, I intend to do this in other years. My, my great and good friend Sue, who is up there, who's taking tickets tonight, she was there with me 10, 10 12, 14 years ago. Christmas, and uh, I said, you know, wouldn't it be great if I could play some of this music in a concert setting instead of, you know, just us, and instead of the background settings for holiday parties and stuff, but, you know, just really do the songs. And now I'm doing that, so... All these songs are, in fact, addressing themselves in one way or another to that very concept. So I hope that addresses as well the very specific situation that we find ourselves in now.
Radio, a secular spectacular in spite of the holidays, or perhaps in conjunction to the holidays. Here's Sam Returns. Okay, I have to have one handy. It's not a Christmas song, but it is, I think, a spiritual song. It's one that I often do in times of stress and distress. It's a song about turning to each other and helping each other out. 
which is sometimes the only things we can do. And this was a big hit song 50 years ago. But it has stayed with us, I think, because of its uh, spiritual power.
That's right, Sam Rudin. A festival this evening of secular spectacular, in fact. Thank you for tuning in to KFQX Racketeer Radio for this special holiday programming. Stay tuned for more music. Thank you for tuning in. Happy holidays for those of whom celebrate. Good night and good luck out there, folks.